0: A quick hello and we're good to go welcome to the show Tatiana Bono
1: <laughs> I feel bad now I didn't prepare a song <laughs>
0: <laughs> brilliant and your name is Bono you have uh, a French husband but you're Ukrainian and your actual full name it's yes. a double-barreled name isn't it
1: yeah I have the I have my my father is Bulgarian my, ma- my mother is Ukrainian so it's like a huge mix but it's yeah it's a, a Bono but I don't know which one is harder to pronounce, actually. I mean, it's it's funny. I work with names and naming, and and mine is like, I have a niece, and she calls me Tata Tatiana because she she just, well, she has Tata, which is the aunt in French, and and she adds my name, which I thought is quite cute.
0: (laughs) I'd never thought of Tata Tatiana, and that's brilliant. I'm going to say that all the time. (laughs) It sounds like a cake. Um, (laughs) Right, I'm going to start off. I always start off with people's brand search. Now, really quickly, we've rebranded the podcast, and I think that's an important point to make. It was called With Jason Barnard last year and the year before that, and then we realized that the only people who would ever listen to a podcast called With Jason Barnard is people who know who Jason Barnard is, and there aren't many of those in the world. So we've changed (laughs) it to Branded Search and Beyond With Jason Barnard. So, hopefully, we're in both areas. One is we say what's inside, which is branded search, but obviously and beyond because we talk about more than that, and we say who's hosting it, which is me, and that's our domain name, and I can have your comment about that domain name in a moment. I'll bring that back. But in the meantime, we start off with uh, the question that I find most interesting is your brand SERP. Then we will talk about your topic, which is uh, using domains, as brand assets and then we will end with this question which is either how can your special specialization help with branded search or how does branded search tie in with your specialization and i think in this particular episode that's going to be a really easy question for some for example um conversion rate optimization that might be a little bit more difficult so that's going to be mm-hmm. the challenge for the people who come on the show <laughs> because this, the show is aimed at branded search which is my topic but hopefully Mm. we're going to bring in all of digital marketing with a brand emphasis. Mm. So I looked up your name, of course, on Google. First thing I always do with my guests. Um, And that's where I knew you had the double-barreled name. And (laughs) your company is called Mark Upgrade. And you have your Twitter, your Crunchbase, uh, logo.com with an um, an interview and LinkedIn, but no personal website. And Mm. uh, I find that a little bit strange and the fact that your company website doesn't rank either it's not a criticism it's kind of curiosity on my part
1: no it's cool i was actually looking forward to to that part because i haven't done that myself obviously and i'm like well, why why do i have all those pictures they're all from the same photo session i need to do something about that
0: right and oh that's <laughs> a really interesting point because they're from the same photo session but they're obviously mm. different photos with a different mm. presentation So if you had had multiple photos from different sessions that all had you on a blank background where you were wearing exactly the same clothes, Google would consider them to be one and the same photo, essentially. And here Mm. what it's done is it said, I see these as being distinct photos, and therefore I will rank them all, even though they're the same session. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's a huge question that people need to ask themselves with their photos, is which photos am I posting, and how many groups of types of photos have i got and those are obviously different groups of photos different types of photos even though in your mind they're from the same session
1: Mm. yeah the other thing that actually makes me think yeah sorry i'm interrupting you but that's interesting i had a guest on my podcast and she was talking about she had a brand consultant and they went over something which i haven't even thought people do but now that i know it i'm like that's a good thing to do so she was actually aware of the photos she's posting on herself and even down to the point of like what she's wearing and how do those colors go with the colors of her brand
0: mm. to
1: like match all of that and we're going to talk about later i think definitely about brand consistency and that's something that also yeah is interesting to to Notice.
0: Right. Well, that's a brilliant point because what I did, I, I tricked Google. I didn't do it on purpose, but I had a photo on a, a, a blank background. I removed the background and then I put mm. that same photo on a blue background, Calicube blue, then a mm. Calicube red background and then a Calicube green background. And Google mm. considers them all to be different photos. So I would get those mm-hmm. three photos in a row mm. and it's exactly the same photo. The background color is different. So that's Mm -hmm. a really good way to brand yourself and only have to take one photo. Mm. (laughs)
1: cool.
0: (laughs) And the other thing is, surprise for you, is you have a knowledge Mm. panel. You have a tiny, tiny, a tiny, what do they call a tiny knowledge (laughs) panel sprout. And your KPM ID, (laughs) Google's identifier for you is slash G11F3PG6S6G. Uh, And for anybody who's really interested in this kind of geeky stuff, Uh, Mm. you can join the CaliCube knowledge panel brand support support group, which is on Facebook at the moment, Uh, come along and join us. It's a lot of fun. We talk about knowledge panels. We talk about brand SERPs. And if you can see there, the result is exactly the same. Mm. That's the result from that KGM ID. And the fact that that result and that result are exactly the same, except for my terrible, terrible design, because it shifts when I (laughs) switch between (laughs) them. is indicative that Google has really understood who you are. And your name is obviously unique in that double-barreled sense, but what Google has done is truly understood, and it should be very (laughs) easy for you to build a knowledge panel. So I would suggest that you create your own website, a personal website, Mm. and you build your knowledge panel using that as the reference point. Very cool.
1: Yeah, thank you. I Actually, I have my name... And my surname as domain names. I, I just pointed them to my social media because I've never got around to do something with them. And mm. and but yeah, it's definitely something I've considered, and definitely something I know it's like on my to do list. It's you know that saying the the shoemakers' kids go barefoot, or something in those eyes. It's it's a bit that. <laughs> it's a bit of that. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No. I, 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 the shoemakers never have the best shoes, um, mm. and the people who run domain companies. Have the best own names, but don't use them to build sites. But you only need a a one-page website with a home page, potentially an Mm. about page, just to show who you are, because Google's actively looking for that. And if you don't do it, it will use your social profiles, but social profiles Mm. are rented space, whereas tatianabono.com is owned.
1: Yeah, exactly. uh, That's something we're very much on the same page
0: with. Right. You are listening to... Branded Search and Beyond with Jason Barnard. Now, back to the show. Brand names in particular and using brand names as assets or domain names rather as brand assets. Mm. The first thing I would say is do you have to have the .com of your exact brand name?
1: All right. So that's that's something that a lot of people are asking and most of the... Like people in my industry, shall we call it an industry? Um, so pe- most people that deal with domain names as investors, domain investors, domain brokers, um, most of them stick to .com because it's it's the it's been there for thirty years. It's been there for as long as the internet has been there. The .com it's kind of a brand in itself. It it, it means authority. It means trust. The the fact that. You know people naturally without thinking regardless of of their location of occupation when when you talk about domain names you know that's what comes to mind and potentially as a second best you know their local country extension but even that is, is it doesn't come close and um on we have smartgrounding.com, which is a sort of a hub for for education that we launched a couple of years ago because there's so much to say as so much to share as information on the topic. So we kind of decided to put that as a separate thing. So there's a lot of information there on that. And uh, one thing that we do there is we analyze um, like we would say, what are the top 200 companies in whatever industry and what domain names do they have? So, and the, I mean, majority of companies we've had, I did some uh, recap of the year um, the last 2022 to just sort of for us to have a look at where are we with that. And and we are on 80,000 names. We've analyzed 80,000 names. We have over 80,000 names in our database. So that's like across industries, across countries. We've done country lists. We've done like the best companies or the top companies so in whatever country. Um, so the statistics are there. And the successful companies, regardless of country, regardless of industry, they do operate on dot com domains and not only dot com domains, but dot com domains that exactly match their brand name or even right. some of them that are like the simplified version of the brand name. They can be called, I don't know, example, enterprise, digital, whatever. And the domain name would be example.com. Um, right. So. I guess to to shorten and answer your question does it have to be a dot com does it have to be it doesn't have to be you know anything it's really it depends on on one what you do, what is your vision for that business, yeah. where are you taking it? what is your audience? I guess as with many things that there, there isn't just like oh you know if it's whatever you're gonna be like. Successful. It doesn't work like that. It's it also, right. obviously, you have to have a good product. You have to ca- have all the elements that go with it. But, uh, and again, that's not just my opinion. And I, I really like a huge part of launching Smart Branding was to have that data, to have that ongoing search and education for ourselves as well as for the people that I talk to mm. um, into into that topic. You know what is a good right. domain name? What makes a good domain name? Um, and and the answer is it it depends. It depends yeah. on, on It always the, does. Yeah, <laughs> it depends on on the the company. It depends on the target audience. It depends on right. your vision for the company. But if you're building a brand that you want to last, like we're not yep. talking about. You know you want to build something quickly, get some traffic, get some traction, sell it, and off you go. If you're building a brand that is you, you want it to last. You want it to be there in five years, ten years, even longer. You want to to be independent. You mentioned earlier, you know, you own your name, as opposed to you building yeah. a brand on X, Y, Z, whatever social network that can change tomorrow or ban you or whatever. So yeah, if you're building a lasting brand that that you want to be independent, definitely a .dot com that is matching the brand seems to be the way to go.
0: Right. Brilliant. Wonderful. That was that was a, a hugely long answer to a very short yeah, question, I but actually a much shorter <laughs> answer than I would have expected because you could have talked for hours about that. Now, the question is, I would ine- immediately think I would want to go for a com because I would need to communicate the fact that my company website wasn't a dot com. So that makes as soon as I don't have a com, I move away from what's considered normal and I need to communicate on that. <laughs> and the second is, if I don't have an exact match domain name for my company, for my brand, then I have to communicate on that, and it becomes doubly difficult. So exactly. would it be fair to say that if I don't have the .com, and even worse, if I don't have a matching brand to domain name, I'm creating myself an awfully huge uh, communications task? And it
1: is. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that I'm very glad you mentioned that, because that is something um that that people don't see and it's funny in the announcement you made for for my uh, me being a guest on your show you used a a quote by philip Kotler. that's if you're not a brand you're a commodity and uh, i mean you can tell i'm I'm a fan of the guy uh there's another one (laughs) from him that uh, is something in the lines of people pay a lot of attention to the cost of getting something and they should actually also consider i'm not quoting it you know But they should also consider the cost of not getting it, the cost of not doing Mm. it. And that is something that a lot, a lot, a lot of people don't do. And not just about domain names, but we're not going to go into, you know, like saving Ooh. people's lives now, but <laughs> but if we're talking about yeah, just domain names in 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 our case um and generally investing in your brand, people are always like, oh, that costs that, oh, that costs whatever, and they're not thinking right. how much is costing you not having that daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. And what you just said, yeah, yeah you can get a whatever domain name. You know, if your company is called example. And you think, Ooh, oh, you know, $100,000, for example.com is too much, I'm not going to do that, I'm going to get, I don't know, example. dot at example.io. That's, every time you need to put that in somebody's head, that's going to cost you money. Every time you need to print that, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you money. Every time somebody gives up because they can't be bothered to remember it, or they type something else, they end up <laughs> on the competitor's website, or yep. whatever. You know, that is all cash that I don't even know how you. I mean, there's probably ways to calculate at least some get some idea, but that's something that should be considered because because sure. it's there.
0: Yeah, I mean, and when you're communicating, you're reaching out. I mean, we're in the B two B space at CaliCube, and we reach out. We try to get CaliCube into people's mind mm. with the aim, ultimately, that they end up thinking actually that's interesting, and they will end up searching the name CaliCube at some point. Mm. And from there, you're saying, well, then you've got the brand SERP and my whole kind of domain, which is how do you look when they search that? But one thing that has all brought back to me, I think we talked about it on your show, is I CaliCube.com wasn't available. I Mm. asked how much it would cost, and they said $6,000. And I thought, I'm not Mm. paying Mm $6,000. So I bought CaliCube.pro. And I built this entire communication strategy around CaliCube.pro Then the price dropped to $1,000, and I bought it. And Mm. I then had to backpedal on everything. And it's cost Mm. me much more than $5,000 to, A, communicate in the first place, and secondly, now to backpedal. And thirdly, Mm. I've now called the SaaS platform CaliCube Pro, which is now on the caliCube.pro domain Mm. And Google doesn't understand. And I've been spent. I spent two years trying to educate Google that Calicube.pro was mm. a company. And now it's Calicube Pro is a SaaS and Calicube. And, and it's, it's your job. Way.
1: You know how to educate Google. Like, imagine.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so if you do go down yeah. that, Sorry, just to conclude that, if you don't, do go down the idea of communicating and then you backpedal, it's hugely complicated, hugely time consuming, and as you said, hugely costly. And those $5,000 suddenly seem cheap.
1: Mm. And, and you're talking about, yeah, a, a sort of a consultancy business that is relatively, like, don't, don't take that that mm. if bit small, <laughs> but Thank you're, you're you. not, you know, a huge, <laughs> no, I mean, you're not some huge global yeah. business that is dealing directly with clients selling products where, you know, exactly like really they, you are against, I don't know, the Nikes and Coca-Colas of the world and whatever, or software ways, same thing. You know, if, if you scale that 5,000, that can be 5 million, you know, easily. Easily, and, and people don't think about that.
0: Right. And, and another example that strikes me is MoneyWise, who then became Wise and they bought Wise.com mm-hmm. for some phenomenal sum of money. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh, that's a huge rebranding exercise, but at scale, that's worth it.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think, and I am probably biased because obviously, you know, I work with domains, so it's something that, like, for me, it means a lot, but money wise, actually, and also close. They were on .io, I think, and they switched to .com. But those two companies, I actually, not, not personally, but as a business, we started using them after the upgrades. And and the reason oh. is not just, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm biased. <laughs> but for me, it's not just because, it's because I understand domain names and I know those names are not cheap. And for me, that's a signal that that brand, that company, they are committed to, to their brand, to being around in five right. years, to their customers. Ooh. That, for me, is really, really important because I get, you know, requests from different companies, people, services, like on LinkedIn or in my email saying, you know, oh, we can help you with so-and-so. And it's something I need. And I um, immediately I, I look at where does the email come from, if it's like a Gmail or if it's oh, right, like that's, that's my yeah, get my whatever.io. I'm like nah, I just I can't be bothered to even reply. It just goes spam. Done. I don't I don't have the time for that. You know, they're probably a great company. They're probably whatever, but it just screams we're new. We didn't have money for the domain name, or we didn't think about it. Either way, not good enough um Ooh, we're dear. not sure we're not sure we're going to be there in five years so investing x thousand or ten thousand or whatever thousands in a domain name is not worth it because we don't know if we're going to be there that's the message yeah. it sends and right. so, oh, can i check can i
0: change my story from earlier on i paid two hundred thousand dollars <laughs> for dot <calicube.com. laughs>
1: No, no. Well, you got it eventually. I know. Yeah, you got a good deal. It's, I mean, good for you. Yeah, it's good. Uh, But actually, it's very good. You mentioned that because and and you are are working in SEO, you're a techie person. um, And most of the people actually get to that conclusion of, oh, I should have got that name the hard way and you got the hard way but it couldn't be worse <laughs> it could have yeah. been worse like i mean maybe you would have had to go completely for a rebrand because somebody else got the dot com for whatever they got it you know how yeah. would that have worked etc so yeah it, it's really most of the people and that's the whole point i guess of of smart branding com that we, we launched and and generally when i talk to people usually they come to me for a particular domain or they come to me for, like they're, they're looking to name a new business or rebrand a business because they have some, whatever issues they have with their domain name or generally with their name. And I mean, the the advice, I guess the idea is just taking things seriously, taking domain name seriously. It's always my first advice. It's not, I'm not gonna be there telling, you know, absolutely do that, get that. It's just take it seriously, think about it, learn things about it um, because otherwise, you know, things are, are going to happen anyway, things happen. Um, I even wrote an article about that. I don't know if I mentioned it to you the last time we spoke. Uh, but it's effectively you're going to end up paying for that domain name, whether you own it or not, one way or another.
0: In, in what sense is the other way? I mean, I ended up paying for the domain name directly to the person who owned it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's, yeah, but, the, but, what's well,
0: the other cost? It, it, well, the, yeah. the other cost is that communication.
1: Exactly. The the other cost is if you don't get it, you you're going to be paying for that confusion. You're going to be you know mm-hmm. losing traffic. You're going to be losing emails. You're going to have people dropping out or going to you know your competitors because they couldn't be bothered or so they didn't find you or some of your competitors who are you know buying your name as a keyword or whatever in different ways. But you're going to be just spending that money to compensate what you would have had if you just had the name, but you're not going to own mm-hmm. it at the end.
0: Right, and so you really need to keep it simple, if possible, mm. exact match. That, I mean, that applies branding. to
1: everything, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, so simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. That's the. Who said Ooh. that? Ooh. I don't know,
0: s- but it was probably your friend from earlier on.
1: <laughs> no, hold on. I knew that. His
0: name now well, escapes me. Ah. Uh, okay, well, Matt's question what do you think about be, that?
1: But I'm not sure, yeah.
0: It will, it will come to you in the middle of the night and you'll wake up and want to start I think it was Exiguri
1: or, yeah, it was somebody creative. Anyway, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, well, it, so, right, imagine I've got my .com domain name. What do you think about the idea of, now we've got all of these different .xyz, .io, um, .tech, .guru, whatever it is. Hmm. What's the strategy for buying all of those so that your competitors don't do it? Well, the
1: funny thing is, if you don't have the dot com and I've seen that many times, if you don't have the dot com people end up scrapping around getting everything else they can because it's like, oh, they' got this, oh they got this, oh they got this and and there's no end to it there's so many so many of them yeah. uh it, you just can't if you do have the dot com it's very easy you just you know people ultimately obviously go there naturally, and you can just say that's the only official website we have that's us everything else is not us and right. Again, we're coming back to um you have to you just cannot and I find it absolutely mind blowing that companies like we literally recently even reshared it. We have an article on what's the difference between a domain name, the difference between a domain name, a URL, and a website. You have people yeah. running companies who don't know that. And it's like I mean it's 2023. You you don't have to be able to, you know, code a website yourself, but you have to know the basics and you have to be aware all Pay somebody in your company who is, and you know, sorts that out. Uh, and generally, I mean, any serious company of a decent size should have a domain strategy, and um, that goes into into that. So, I mean, what is the best name and names that we should have? Um, whatever new extensions, they they can be used, I I don't see them yet, maybe in the future it will be the case, I don't see them as a main domain name, but they can be used creatively, so you can say, you know, and you do have like big brands doing that, where they would have, um, I'm going to struggle to just come up with an example, should have thought about that earlier, but they would have, I don't know, they would have their main the main would be like example.com and then on the example.blog they would have their blog on example.run right. uh, they would have you know creative ways of, and and that's that's really cool uh or like for marketing campaigns or you know different things or for mm. obviously for protective reasons like if you see that some extension is getting popular people are going there you you know should secure your brand name in that extension um for different different countries you know you, you big brands have you know you would go to nike.fr in france or actually automatically directs you to that and you have your you know version of the site and the products etc for that country and people like that they they feel you know they feel you appreciate them and you're doing their local thing you know so th- those are all things that uh, should be considered. Uh, you you can have domain names for different like keywords or different campaigns, even marketing campaigns that are, you know, like a one-off thing. And you have a funny yeah. domain name yeah. for whatever reason. So it, it, there's just so many things you can do. And I mean, there's, there are the things that you can do that can benefit your brands. There are the things that you, I feel, absolutely should do as well. So, yeah. Right. But yeah, no, no,
0: no. I, I like the idea of using domain names um, with with a little bit of creativity the mm. dot blog, maybe even the dot guru, and for specific marketing campaigns. I, mm. I'm gonna to come to the last couple of questions to wrap all this up. Number one is we I mean, what the conclusion of this is you really need to get your exact match with the dot com. Are people then not Worried, which is certainly what I was, is that I then present myself to you and say, "My company's called CaliCube. I need the CaliCube.com." And the price immediately in your head goes from mm. five thousand dollars to twenty thousand dollars because you know I need it.
1: Mm. Well, uh, that really depends. I mean, one thing is, and I think we do even have a blog post on that on like how to go about when when you need or when you want a name. Um, people sometimes go and check, and they're like, "Oh, it's taken." or oh it's whatever and there are stories of, of people who bought or negotiated getting a name that was even in use by another company you know there's nothing no. impossible and no. you don't know until you don't ask so that's definitely you know i i don't i don't see any problem with that um there there are different i mean it, it really depends like so there are domain investors there are people who bought domain names for some ideas that they have and they just sitting on them because they never got around to them or maybe they think they'll get around to them and maybe they'll be happy to even partner with you and do something with that name. There are so many yeah. different scenarios. So, I mean, it, it, you really don't know until you ask. On on the uh, what can you do about it, I feel a bit like um, – and I do get that. I do get people saying, yeah, but why does it cost that much? Because, you know, there's only my company called that. For one, you don't know if there's only your company and, and yeah. what's the story behind the thing. And, and, and you know, maybe that person has some personal reasons for having thought and registered that and keeping it for whatever. And, and even if they didn't, I feel it's a bit like, and I oftentimes give the example of, you know, I live in Nice and there's that huge apartment just been outside our window um that right. has a brilliant terrace looking out uh, to to the sea and whatever and it was for sale for 10 million then dropped to, to 7 million and i think it's back going back up again whatever and and people are like a lot of people would be like yeah but it's just sitting empty they're not doing anything with it why not they're not saying you know selling it cheaper or why are they you know not just like right. giving it away for free and so Somebody was smart enough to buy that when they could afford it however many years ago or keep it in their family because, you know, they were wise enough not to waste it like many people do with other things and they have it and fine, yeah, okay, I think it's a bit stupid that it's empty and there are people who need a house. But it's theirs, you know, they do whatever they like with it, and if they want to ask seven million for it, they ask seven million for it. If they want to ask five, they ask five. I have no idea. you know it's it's their mm-hmm. thing. they do whatever they want with it. Uh, I can only call myself silly for not you know, or my family <laughs> thinking back for not having both property in this wonderful place, you know, however many years ago. Yeah. So I guess if we were to apply that to to domains, one, if you take that seriously, just the topic of what domain name MMM am I going to use in the outset of when you're thinking about your name, your company name, your budget and et cetera, you can obviously avoid that. Uh, and if you haven't, then, you know, think about ways how to go about it. I mean, if it's too expensive, most people are very open to like um, spread payments or creative ways or, I yeah. mean, you're dealing with people. Ultimately you're right. dealing with people. So I think there's always a way to to discuss something right. that would be okay for both sides.
0: And I mean, one really interesting point that comes out of that example that you just gave with real estate is that your domain name is a piece of real estate and what you actually build on it, it. the website is the building, but the the domain name is the piece of ground, as it were, on the internet that you own and that you don't rent, that you can control and you can build whatever you want on it. And it needs to correspond to something logical in people's heads so that they can actually Mm. find you. That was absolutely brilliant. Now, just I'll repeat at the end here we've rebranded and now the address for the podcast is branded search beyond.com. we got the .com but I don't think anybody would ever have thought of getting that uh, before we invented the name of the podcast so that was easy and it cost me $15 last question answer one or both of these questions question 1 how can your specialization help with branded search question 2 how does branded search tie in with your specialization
1: I'm uh, uh, probably going to gonna kind of mash them up, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay, brilliant. Oh, a... first guest of the year doesn't answer either question. She answers both at the same time. <laughs> brilliant.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's, uh, well, branded search. And I guess, I think why I like what you do is, because for a lot of people um seo is like that mystery thing that you know google decides to do Mm. and algorithms and this and that and so many uh so many people so many entrepreneurs approach it as what what do i need to do like what does google Mm. say i need to do and honestly you were the first person when i have had you on my show that made me think hold on a minute it's the other way around it's you Mm. telling google what needs to happen and and in that respect uh having that domain name and and generally a huge part of that is consistency which Mm -hmm. with branding and marketing generally is very important and i think that that that's where it all ties in it it really is about consistency it is about simplicity and it is about doing things that are with your customer in mind. Not with the, you know, algorithm and whoever. Yeah. People are like so going crazy about that that they forget that ultimately, you know, you are creating content, you're coming up with your name, you are creating whatever blogs, visuals, everything for your customer. And and you have to make their life simple. And it has to be consistent because, you know, otherwise right. it's confusing.
0: Which is brilliant so, because, in fact, CaliCube.pro was rubbish for my customers, but brilliant for Google because I educated <laughs> Google. So, as you said, I, I'm good at educating Google, but I didn't think about my clients. I didn't think about how that domain mm. name would affect them. And my investment was in the wrong place, right? Meaning, thank you so much. That was brilliant. Telling me that I got it all wrong and that I should have paid no. 6,000 bucks <laughs> right at the beginning. No, sorry, Thank you so much, Tatiana. I'm going to introduce next week, which is Dennis Consort, how to leverage press to build authority on Google. I'm really keen on that because as part of Brand SERPs and knowledge panels, uh, the press news cycle is phenomenally important for authority, but also for educating Google. So I think Dennis is going to bring loads of incredible insights to the table. Could you pass the baton, Tatiana?
1: Yes. Do I have to do the thing like? Yes. Like, well, you've done oh, okay. it now. I, I should <laughs> like have, yeah, that. I should have I should have prepared the thing. I had, I have, a, you know, ah, uh, I have that thing with um, for Halloween. I should have prepared that. That would have been fun. <laughs> anyway, I'm passing. <laughs> I'm passing the baton. There you go to uh, Dennis Consorte. Uh, I actually looked him up before the show and I noticed he has his name. So he has denisconsorte.com and uh, marketing.com. So for me, as I mentioned earlier, that means the guy means business. So definitely I'll be looking forward to that show. Uh, yeah.
0: Brilliant. I really like the, the fact that when you look at a domain name, you think that guy means business. CaliCube.com, that means that company means business. I'm really happy about that. It really makes sense. And I hadn't realized I was doing it. But I do it too.
1: Oh, no, I think everybody just does that. Yeah, absolutely.
0: We just don't realise it. But you've explained it. Now I'm going to think about it all the time. (laughs) A quick goodbye to end the show. Thank you, Tatiana. You're
1: very welcome.
0: (laughs) Brilliant. CaliCube. It's all about your brand SERP.